Hey everyone, as you always know here at the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast, we love to bring to you the different types of whiskey from the different genres, from the different parts of the world. And we're doing this tasting with our none other than the American Whiskey Gloss by Whiskey Wisdom. Now, if you look on our bio, there is a code there that you can use for your purchase. It's TTIBP and you get 10% off your first purchase. As always, hit us up every single day on the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast, the home of the American Whiskey Gloss. What is up, whiskey people? It is Thursday. You already know what that means. It's Thirsty Thursday. My name is Frank. I'm going to be your host for today's episode, as I am every Thursday. We're kicking it off here on the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast with a great episode. I know you guys have probably been waiting on this. You've probably heard of it. You've probably seen it on shelves. Wait, I take that back. You probably have not seen it on shelves, but you've probably seen it. Maybe you've gone to your whiskey enthusiast friend's house and they've got that bottle sitting on the shelf and it stands out immediately. You're looking at it and you're like, what the heck is that thing that looks like a grenade? It's got a a gold top. It looks like it costs $300. And, you know, I'm talking, of course, about Blanton's. Blanton's bourbon, which somehow we haven't covered here on the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast before. So I'm going to dive into it today for Thirsty Thursday. Now, again, my name is Frank. You can find me on Instagram at Burb Your Enthusiasm or on Twitter at Burb Enthusiasm. That's B-O-U-R-B enthusiasm you know how to spell you know what you're doing so like i said today we're going to be getting into blanton's bourbon that's coming from buffalo trace distillery now if you didn't know blanton's is a single barrel what that means is that it's going to be the product of a single barrel just what it sounds like and blanton's was actually the first single barrel ever now that's pretty incredible when you think about it single barrel bourbons have become this runaway hit every single brand it seems is putting out a single barrel and it's what enthusiasts really tend to go for now the thing is a single barrel is going to have a lot of variation from barrel to barrel guess what that's perfectly fine if you try it one day and you like it and you try it another day and you don't like it that's part of the crapshoot and I think that's part of the excitement for collectors and people who are into bourbon. It's kind of like an Easter egg, you know, or a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Now, oftentimes when you go to a certain brand, like Blanton's, for instance, you can expect a baseline quality and you can kind of expect a certain flavor profile that is going to be persistent. That said, you're still going to have some of them that are better than others, some of them that are worse than others, some that are just right down the middle of the road. Again, that's perfectly fine. It's to be expected. So let's get into a little bit of the history of Blanton's and talk about what makes it so prolific aside from that eye-catching bottle. Now, like I mentioned, Blanton's is the very first single-barrel bourbon to hit the market. Now, that started back in 1984 with a guy who you might be familiar with. His name is Elmer T. Lee. Now, he was tasked with creating a bourbon of exceptionally high quality. Now, obviously, because Elmer T. Lee is in the Bourbon Hall of Fame, He's a guy who was up to the task. So so when Elmer T. Lee decided to make this bottle, he was thinking back in the early days of his career in the late 40s, and he was thinking about Albert B. Blanton. He was a colonel, and he was the president of the distillery until 1952. Now, Elmer T. Lee wanted to honor this great man. He wanted to honor someone who really had a huge impact on his career. So he decided to do something that was then a novel idea and now has become very commonplace. 
he said to himself, hey, I want to go to some of those quote-unquote honey barrels from the center cut of Warehouse H, and I'm going to go ahead and pick some of the best barrels that we have available. But instead of blending them or mixing them in together, trying to mass produce something that really is of a special quality, I'm just going to release them as a single barrel. And thus, Blanton's single barrel was born. Now at the time, of course, Elmer T. Lee didn't know that he was creating an entire category of a moneymaker like none other. Today, you see single barrels coming from, like I said, pretty much every distillery. And it's really exciting because brands will not only create their own single barrel stuff and, you know, cherry pick some of the barrels that they want to put out. But a lot of times they'll have a single barrel program where you'll have groups or individuals come in who will pick their own barrels pay for them of course then they get to bottle it themselves oftentimes you see these crazy stickers you might see wax on top of them it's really a fun process that has really kind of revolutionized the way the american whiskey industry looks a lot of these groups who are very enthusiastic about whiskey they want to go to the distillery they want to meet the distillers and of course the cherry on top the coup de gras they want to go in and they want to pick their own barrel that all started with elmer t lee so we learned a little bit about single barrels, we learned a little bit about Blanton's. Let me go ahead and try it really quick, give you some of my thoughts on it. It's really a controversial bottle because a lot of people gravitate towards it when they're first getting into whiskey. And because of that, there are people who have been into whiskey for a long time who like to kind of snicker and make fun of those people and say, hey, Blanton's isn't all it's cracked up to be. Listen, me, I'm a believer. I'm a fan of Blanton's. I think it's really flavorful and good. Could you do better? Sure. It's only 93 proof, which is a little bit on the low end if you're a bourbon enthusiast like me. But that said, I think more people really need to appreciate some of these bourbons that are lower in proof. Lower meaning about 80 to 100, let's say. Let me go ahead and nose it. Let me go ahead and taste it. Like I said, let me give you my notes. Now on the nose for me, as I smell it and get some of the aromas in the glass, one of the things that's kind of a constant for me when it comes to Blanton's is just this really rich brown sugar profile. I know it's kind of a common bourbon flavor, but I think that Blanton's does a really good job of nailing it down. Additionally, I'm getting like some caramel, you're getting all of the basic prototypical bourbon flavors, but this one in particular has like some dark plum that's jumping out at me that's really freaking interesting. I always love the fruit component when you're trying a bourbon, in my experience, whether it's dark cherry, bananas, peach, you're almost always going to get a nice, interesting, like, fruity flavor. This one, dark plum. All day. Really dig it. Now, let me go ahead and try it. Cheers, y'all. Yeah. Okay, so right away, I'm kind of noticing that the dark plum is coming through, the brown sugar is coming through. Now, for my palate, it is a little bit thin, which is what, you know, more experienced bourbon enthusiasts kind of like to chuckle about. The fact that this one is really not going to be a punch you in the face, it's something that you can kind of approach. It's something you can sidle up to, you know, hey, how you doing? I like that because I like the fact that it allows that kind of simmering brown sugar note to really sing. And then you get some of the other notes that join along for the ride. For me, this is a winner. I know, like I said, it's controversial. The price that you might see it marked up at is ridiculous. If you see this one around $60, maybe $70, $75, I say go ahead and buy it. If you haven't had it before, I think you're going to like it. And I think it's going to look beautiful on your shelf. And if you have had it and you're kind of scoffing and you're like, oh, you're going to tell us about Blanton's, really? Listen, buy it for a friend. 
buy it as a gift. Not only is the bottle going to be eye-catching and beautiful, but I think for someone who's not typically into whiskey, they're going to love it because it's so approachable. And for someone who is into whiskey, they're going to appreciate the fact that this one isn't easy to get anymore, unfortunately. There's still a lot of history that comes with this bottle, and I think if you're enjoying it with friends, you're giving it as a gift, it's still going to be a very meaningful bottle to give to someone. So like I said, in that 60 to 75 range, go ahead and grab it. Don't even think twice. You might not see it again for a while. If it's anything over that, sadly, I can't recommend it. You know, it's not the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I do think it's really good. And I think that anyone who gets it is going to appreciate it for what it is, which is historic, beautifully designed, and frankly, easy and approachable. Now, without any further ado, let's sign off. This has been Thirsty Thursday with the Truth is Barrel Proof podcast. I'm your host, Frank. You can find me on Instagram at Burb Your Enthusiasm. That's B-O-U-R-B, Your Enthusiasm. Or on Twitter at Burb Enthusiasm, B-O-U-R-B, Enthusiasm. Same spelling, same guy. And, you know, if you like to check out TikTok, I'm also over there, Burb Your Enthusiasm. Go ahead and give me a follow. Listen, I'm having fun on TikTok. You can have fun on TikTok, too. (laughs) So this has been Thirsty Thursday. I appreciate you for listening. And until next time, we'll talk again. Peace.